0: Welcome to the subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. Thomas Miller on a very special podcast episode. This folks is our ninth birthday party, our ninth anniversary, beginning our 10th lap around for the subconscious mind Mastery podcast. And my goodness, I never would have even thought that we would be doing three of three years of this, much less that we're not even we're just getting started. I've told the story a number of times, but basically in 2013 is when we began on this very day, March 31st, 2013, when I had a prompt, just an intuitive prompt to do a podcast. And I had no earthly idea what I would talk about. And now look at where we are. We've got all these audio books. We've got two podcasts, now a video channel, a TikTok channel an astrology course, I mean, just, and more and more and more that's coming. So I'm so excited to be here. And, you know, the honor that a lot of you are part of our Facebook group, the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners on Facebook. But the highest compliment, the best birthday present that keeps on giving is when you tell your friends and then they become a part of our family too. Now, to celebrate, we are going to talk for the next, gosh, for quite a little while here with Caroline Horn. Caroline booked an astrology reading when I was doing those, and that was back in Florida. So this was September-ish of 2020, and she had just recently embarked on her journey reading Akashic Records. When we looked at her astrology chart together, I saw not only that she would be doing this, but would be doing it on a very big level. And you're going to hear the growth in her journey as well as my own. So I thought it would be fun to do this like a reading. So we're going to drop in. I'm not going to elaborate on all the points. You're going to get little snippets of some of the things that we talked about. But you'll get an idea of what an Akashic Records reading is really like. And as Caroline has grown into this, she's also incorporating cards, and you'll hear some of that woven in as well. And then just some of our dialogue between friends. So to begin, Caroline always cites a prayer to open the Akashic Records. It's a prayer of intention. We're not going to include that part here now, but right after that, she said that she always listens and starts to tune in on those initial messages. I love that because that's the blink, right? But it's those initial messages that are starting to come through as the records are opened, and that is where we pick up.
1: Yeah, so usually after I, or while I'm saying the prayer, I'll get visions or symbols or um, messages during the prayer because during that prayer what I'm doing is I'm asking the records to show me you in their light and how, ha- like a symbol of how they see you, um, and how they can show me you to them. Um, and the first symbol I got was a symbol of a teddy bear. which I've not gotten that symbol before. And so I kind of was feeling into what that symbol really means. Um, and a teddy bear is generally a symbol of comfort and a place you can go to where it feels like, it kind of feels like a place of home. So you think about when children become really upset and they're crying and they they need like their binky or their blankie or they need their teddy bear just to like center them and solace them and kind of bring them back to their center so they can calm down. I feel like you're able to do this with a lot of people and people come back to you as a place of comfort. Like you are, you are a place of comfort for a lot of people. And like, that's what they're showing me, like your place of comfort. And I don't know if maybe that's something you needed to hear, because maybe you don't see yourself that way.
0: Yeah, like I that's, think that's, that's true. And I've really sat with, to roll a little astrology into here, I've really sat with this um, axis that I have. And my nodal axis says, the very short interpretation of it is, make love, not war be love, not conflict. Yeah. And I've had so much conflict in my life that moving toward that being love for others. And really cool that you mentioned that. Because this morning, a friend had connected me with somebody who lives in one of the Baltic states overseas around astrology. And she put a very distressed post up this morning about her fiancé not being able to get out of where he was And because of all the flights being shut down and, of course, the tensions in the area. So they were trying to get him out, and she was just wigged out. And I told her this little paradigm of what's going on right now in the sky. And about two hours later, she said, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's been lifted. They're going to be able to fly tomorrow and get him out.
1: Oh, good. Oh, good.
0: And she was, you know, the, and the, my whole message was send love into this horrible situation, but stand yeah. for love. And she yeah. did. She, and she's an astrologer. So it's like, wow, that's amazing.
1: And then the second symbol, and this might sound a little out there, a little odd, but the other, the next symbol I got was Jesus. Jesus was a communicator of. I say he's a communicator of love and light, like that was his mission was to communicate the love of God and communicate the love of the universe. and like people think of him in a religious form because we learned about him in a religious text, but I'm not so certain that he adhered to a specific religion. I think he was just communicating love, you know, and so. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of what they're saying about you like you're you're communicating to the world the same way he did.
0: There are parts of these readings where you get a lump in the throat, you get a little choked up. It's not a bad idea to have some tissue handy if you're especially a water sign. (laughs) But this one really kind of hit me square on. It's because the astrology has shown this axis of loving others. And even just in this past year, I found the Ram Das little chorus that I love, I Am Loving Awareness, the Krishna Das Pilgrim at Heart audio program, where his teacher in India was asked, how did Jesus meditate? and He said he just lost himself in love for others. And since I've been doing this work, it really is that When I get favorable responses, it's to putting love out. When I get negative responses, it's acting from that old paradigm. And that includes the way I grew up, the fear under which I grew up, the predictions about the destruction of everything that I grew up under. I need to put love out in every kind of way. So that's a big commitment and takeaway from this reading, which we're going back to now. All right. So how do I integrate the van most productively into my life?
1: Um, Saying it's your storyteller. The van creates your stories. The van creates your experiences. Just as you were talking about the frustrations that you have with it and the challenges that you have with it, like the overcoming of those challenges and your frustrations and learning how to sit with the experience and saying, you know what, I'm here right now. It doesn't have to be frustrating and just be what it is. You know, like this is just part of my life today. I'm just doing this and this is part of what I'm doing, but it's like, it's your stories. The van is your stories. And it's also your, how you work through trials and tribulations, how you work through challenges, how you change your Thought process uh, around challenges. Do these challenges have to actually be even be a challenge? Are you just seeing them as a challenge, but really it's just an activity of your day? You know, the van is your storyteller, it's your story maker. So when you have a, a thing that you're going through or having to deal with something new, saying, instead of saying, Oh, this is so tough, I'm having such a challenge today with this van, saying, I've got a new story about my van. You know,
0: (laughs) for sure. Abundance of them. Radio, fun astrology on the radio.
1: They're saying fun astrology is already on the radio. (laughs) And technically, podcast is over like radio waves, right? Kind of the same thing. They're like, it's already on the radio. (laughs) Um,
0: How do I expand it? How do I get more people listening to the message? Look, if the message is love, if I'm doing a good job with that part, how do I get more ears and more eyes?
1: Um, I'm just hearing like you need to expand your online uh, presence.
0: And we went into this area quite a bit that we're not going to play here. But the idea was to just expand and keep almost like throwing the rock in the pond and the rings, the concentric rings keep coming out, just keep building more and more and more rings. So from the time Caroline and I spoke and recorded her episode to this time when it's being released, I have started a new video channel on YouTube under Fun Astrology Podcast and also a TikTok channel under the same name. So already those are two new areas that I'm just now, right now as we're recording this, just getting familiar with. But we'll get her down and keep growing. And I've got Instagram on my sites next. (laughs) Last time we talked about books.
1: And your cards kind of, I knew we were, I knew it was going to talk about creating because you've got like the card create and express, which is like create and express what you're feeling. And you already do a great job of that already with your podcast. But then you've got like cards that are talking about uh, kind of unburying yourself from all the things that are distracting you from getting to your project, getting to kind of end up getting buried with a lot of things that are going on. And sometimes it's like a constant effort for you to unbury and kind of clean things out. Right. And they're just saying like, you're doing a good job of that, keep it up, but know that it's going to be a constant thing for you because you are almost spreading yourself in so many places that you're spreading yourself thin, And in order to kind of take time for this inspiration You've got to like really unbury yourself and apply that, those new uncoverings, that new space and time towards that. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like sometimes you're clearing and creating space and creating more um, time for yourself. And then you fill it with a lot of other stuff instead of putting it towards these inspirational ideas that you have. Yeah. And I think like thinking about, you know, getting fun astrology on the radio and getting doing the podcast and then doing your YouTube page. And then you've got another podcast and you're moving around all over the place. (laughs) They're just like, clean some of this up. Oh, and then the audio recordings for Fred, you know, it's like you got to clean some of this up to create time and space and focus for the
0: stuff to come out. There are several major takeaways from this reading, and I think this is one of them. I'll have to sit with this because I am a (laughs) hard-charging, the astrology paints the picture, but let's just say that I tend to, yeah, I try to cram 25 pounds of flour in a 10-pound bag. So I'll be sitting with this whole thing of opening up the space and not refilling it. Now we took a look at some of the cards that Caroline had drawn before we got started.
1: So as far as your cards go, like, this is all a process, right? It's not, it doesn't happen all at once. Like we're not going to have this reading. And then tomorrow you're like, I'm doing it. I'm all these things, right? (laughs) This is a process over the next four to six months, three to six months that you're going towards to where you're creating the space and the time clearing the way you're clearing the way see the roadblocks here you're clearing all of this stuff you've got a lot of clearing so first we're clearing the sand of the sinks we're clearing this um tree out of the roadway that's another one of your cards just so people who can't see what i'm showing you um you're in the process of clearing the way to make time to make um space for this writing Endeavor because I don't feel like there is a priority because they all can be your priority. There's enough time in the day, there's enough time in the week for them all to be equally receive equal amounts of your energy.
0: Like I said in the beginning, we're not putting everything in that we talked about, but we talked about some of the biggest things that Caroline is going to mention here in a few minutes in our conversation about money and purpose, and direction. And there was one other, obviously, that a lot of people ask when they are getting a reading, is about relationships.
1: Okay, so they're being really funny right now. Um, (laughs) They're like, Thomas, come on, you're never alone. (laughs) Between all of the people you talk to on a daily basis, and honestly, I and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they're saying like, even when you're talking on your radio show and when you're doing your podcast, like you're connected to people, you're connected to them. Even if they're not talking back, you knowing that they're listening, you're connected to them. You're not alone. And you don't, I th- I honestly feel like you enjoy doing all of those things because you feel with people when you're doing it. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as a romantic, significant other, their response was, there's not a lot of room in the sprinter van.
0: Not a lot is the greatest understatement since Noah looked up in the sky and said, hmm, it looks like it might rain. <laughs> yeah, somebody would have to catch up with me right now, and that would indeed be a little difficult. But I remember one of my favorite songs is the Bob Seeger song, Roll Me Away. It's about him as he says being tired of his own voice, getting on a motorcycle and just riding off into the distance. Doesn't get too far down the road and he says he stopped off to have a brew. Meets a young lady who took one look at the bike and they ride off together for months or however long the journey was. Well, having given up alcohol permanently, that's probably not going to happen either. <laughs> But it is one of those things that you just never know in the old world of creating and manifesting and everything else. Well, now Caroline and I are going to get caught up. We have both have done a lot of growing and living and experiencing since 2020. So the first thing, Caroline, how has it been going since you've been doing these since the summer, actually, of 2020? But what's been coming up for you and for some of the people that you've been working with?
1: Oh my gosh! Well, it's when it comes for the people that I, I'm reading for. It's all it's different every. Like no read, no two readings are the same. I'll say there's one consistent theme that our guides always want us to take with us everywhere we go. You are perfect. You are unconditionally loved. You are given grace. There are no mistakes. There's only lessons, and um, try to worry less. Like we didn't send you here. You didn't come here to just worry all the time. Um, I feel like maybe it's everybody. Maybe it's all I can only speak for those of us here in the United States and how we were raised and the schooling that we went through. But I feel like we're we're almost taught to worry and we have to, as adults, unlearn worrying.
0: (laughs) Isn't that the truth? I mean, we literally drive ourselves physically ill. Worrying. And then, whenever you connect to the other side or to the spiritual, higher source or self, you get this kind of message. Just stop worrying, live, be. (laughs) Oh my goodness, what a lesson. So, what do you think it is about the Akashic Records that is so special? I mean, there are a number of different ways that you can connect, lots of different ways to do readings and connecting to source and to these higher vibrations but what is it that's special about the records
1: well i'll say i because i don't do other types of readings i can't really i don't really have a comparison with my own energy right so um i can tell you how i feel when i'm doing the readings is um when i say that opening prayer it opens up a connection to the akashic records um and I personally feel a different frequency or a vibration, or a, I feel like I'm in another level of frequency. So, okay. And, and let me explain what I mean by that. So when we talk about like 3D, 4D, 5D, different frequencies, that kind of thing, they all exist simultaneously right here, right now. Um, just the same way. I can see the paint or I can see the light. I can see the paint on my wall or I can see the light glowing from my salt lamp, but we can't see the radio waves and we can't see the sound waves, but they're all here the same way that light is glowing and the paint is there on the wall, right? Like the color is there. Like it's all existing simultaneously. We just can't see it all. And so like when, i open the akashic records it's always there i just feel it more um i feel the energy of the records that are around us all the time um so i'm opening myself up to another frequency it would be like one day all of a sudden i just see the sound waves you know and i've actually done i've Ben, I've opened my own records before and I had um, like the angel music playing and all of a sudden I was just seeing like waves and, and I asked my records what is that that I'm seeing And I was, "That's the sound waves you're seeing them so I've actually opened to the frequency where I could see them and that's what I mean by I'm still here I'm still present my body is still physically here I'm just aware to more.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. Now you've sparked or spawned a free will versus fate kind of question for me. So going back to what the akashic records are, my understanding is that they are basically a documentation of all of our soul, like everything. It's it's an every it's an all on recorder <laughs> that captures yeah, everything of, of every soul journey that we've had. Here and elsewhere, right? It's kind of like our sole repository, inclusive of everything. So, and it'll
1: even include businesses because businesses that start have an energy to them and it's recording the energy of that. Plants, animals, things, like everything in the history of the universe is recorded in so them. pets. It's not like, yeah, so it's not like a I feel like when people think of the Akashic records and they see like a book or they see a library, that's how we think records are stored. Like an encyclopedia, you know, we record things like that's the human way. But um, the Akashic records are more of an energetic imprint of that history. So that energetic imprint, energy is everywhere. The Akashic records are everywhere. Ether is everywhere. It's stored. It's an energetic imprint in the ether. Which is why it's so accessible to everybody.
0: So, when you access it in your readings, and then back to again, the free will versus fate, are we accessing something that has been imprinted that we're supposed to catch up with? Or where does the choice, you know, I could go left, I could go right, those forks in the road in our life, so many times that we take and look back on.
1: Yeah. Well, the Akashic records are not future telling generally. Um, They will give you guidance on. A direction you can take but they don't generally say this is what your future holds they can say this is what you like now and this is a the way you are right now and this is how you can shift to shift the energy going forward to a more positive direction but they're not Future telling or fortune telling.
0: Well, because that hasn't been written because yet. It's not written. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not there. Yeah. So it is. But so the purpose then of that of those directions that even we talked about in our reading here are is alignment. To guide you, yeah,
1: yeah, to your highest and best good. Bingo. Yeah. So and I think I like I said I can't say for. I mean, obviously there's other. There's psychics out there that want to tell you your future and maybe they get messages about future but it's always based on your current energy so if your energy changes your future is going to change so that's why you know I always tell people take what resonates and you know move with what the messages are that you've been given and um, and even when I've gotten readings from psychics and mediums and they've told me future answers to questions that didn't come out. Like I don't hold them in any less regard. I don't feel like they're a fraud or a phony because they were just telling me what my current energy was showing them. But especially for me in the last two years, and I'm guessing a lot of people over the last two years, we've all had huge shifts and changes in energy. So what a reading might've told you two years ago, um, might be a lot you might have a lot different say so now because you've changed you've shifted we're all shifting hopefully for the higher and better
0: <laughs> exactly
1: and What's... that's the other thing too i feel like the readings also are i'll say this a lot in my readings i always say do you know what i'm saying do you understand what i'm saying because i feel like i'm talking and i am so here's the thing with the akashic records i get a lot of concepts and then i've got to translate those concepts into words and help people understand the concept of what I'm getting and I I only like hope I'm doing a good enough job that it's coming across completely and clearly because I the the message I'm getting is so beautiful I'm like I hope this is coming across the way I'm getting it because it's so amazing but uh but I say, end up saying that a lot because I, if people don't understand, I'm like, I'll keep going. Like, let me know if I need to keep going. I'll keep talking and explaining because I want to make sure you get what I'm saying.
0: What's the, What are the top topics that people are interested in?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, it's always career, relationships, abundance. <laughs> How do I find more abundance? Sometimes people like to ask a lot about like their past lives. Um, I know when I had my first Akashic records reading with uh, my mentor, actually, I didn't even really think, I think I asked like two questions about past lives. I had a good friend of mine. I was like, do, why do I have such this strong connection with this person? And it was a person that had actually connected me to the mentor. And I had had a past live with her. It was funny because after the reading, I started thinking, "Oh gosh, I should ask so many more questions about past lives. That's so, it's so like, that's, I think I went into the reading with super deep questions, which were good because those are the answers that we, the records actually want us to come with. They want us to come with like soul level questions, not just tell me something fun about my past life. You know, that's almost like uh, (laughs) um, empty calories.
0: (laughs) Good way to say it.
1: Yeah, it's like... Come here for like the good stuff, the hearty stuff, the useful stuff, not just empty calories. But then afterwards, I'm like, gosh, I should have asked more empty calorie questions. That was fun. You know, but I'll say, um, you know, as long as you're looking for some information that's coming from those past lives, like just asking things for the sake of the fun of it. They're like, okay, we can do that. But that's not really why you came here, you know. But I'd say those are the most common topics people like to know. Their purpose. And sometimes people incorrectly conflate their purpose with their career. Sometimes their purpose is being and doing all at once in whatever career they choose that they find joy in, right? But being and doing their purpose, not their career being necessarily like for me, like I feel like my purpose is bringing messages from the Akashic records, but this isn't my job. Like I have a real nine to five, you know, and I still have to go do that. But I will say like, even in the last two years, my perception of my job, my perception of what my job brings me, my energy and intention towards it has changed. So it's changed for me. Um, yeah, I'm changing on this route with everybody as well. So,
0: What's been your biggest surprise over the last year and a half um
1: well i will say when i first started doing it i was really nervous i wasn't very confident and being somebody with five planets in leo you would think i had all the confidence in the world <laughs> but um i i i, th- I want to say i'm really surprised at how much the records have taught me i know that sounds crazy but um the more you listen So, the universe and your guides and your angels are constantly sending you messages. And the more you listen, and I always tell people say outwardly, I see the message, I receive the message, thank you. When they recognize and they hear you saying, I'm receiving it, they'll send more. And they're like, oh my gosh, they're finally getting it. They're here, they're with us. And I feel like um, through the Akashic records and just listening to them, listening to those little messages. the fun thing has just been seeing the growth and seeing all of these gifts that they're giving me and, um, the confidence I'm having in those gifts. Uh, cause again, I'm not always right a hundred percent of the time, but I'm up there. <laughs> I'm up there pretty good. So I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm really confident in what I'm doing. And I really didn't think that I would be at this place just even a year and a half from now. Um, I will say to uh, the records have changed me as a person. Um, being that I have five planets in Leo, I can also be very uh, butt heads and a bit confrontational and a bit like raw. <laughs> um, I'm a, a lot more of this be and do at the same time, and I'm very cautious and try to be contained and looking at things as. Challenges are unseen blessings now, and I look at them as life more as an adventure, and I, I don't react quite as fiery as I used to, and um, the records have just brought an immense amount of peace into my life, um, into my way of thinking, and changed my way of thinking. Because as I give readings to others, I'm learning, too. So what you guys get to learn in an hour about yourselves, I'm learning through your reading and everybody else's. So it's really, it's such a gift. It's such a blessing. Um, I feel honored that I'm able to do this for other people and blessed that I'm getting so much understanding of the world and the universe through it.
0: If you're comfortable with this, I know a lot of people ask about life purpose. They want to know what is my real reason for being here? And the records would be a great place to, obviously, to explore that. But you had another addition to your repertoire that came to you from, I think, being in the space of this work where you were given an expansion. So in other words, as you were on your path and doing what was in front of you, another thing came toward you. Would you tell that story of where you are right now with that?
1: Yeah, I, like I said, you know, I, I have a full nine to five job and I do Akashic Records kind of in the evenings and on the weekends and on the side. And I recently did a breathwork class. And during that breathwork class, my hands, my fingertips were tingling with these um, electric sparks. Um, and I know that that is typically referred to as Reiki energy. And, um, I've done sound baths where there was a Reiki healer there. I've had, um, actually one of my clients, I exchanged a Reiki session with her for an Akashic records reading. And I've always been really fascinated and interested in it. And so when I did the breath work class and I had it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got Reiki in my hands right now. And I was actually laying my hands while they were sparking, sparkling and tingling. I was laying them on my different chakra centers. Cause I felt like, like that's what needed to be done. Like I was just being intuitively guided through that during this breathwork class. Well, a week later I go to this expo and it's called the conscious life expo here in Los Angeles. And it's everything spiritual that you could think of. And then they had speakers. And anyway, my girlfriend and I went to this expo and upon walking in the door, a woman just handed us a three by five card with, you know, pool area eight o'clock wine and cheese get together. And the woman who was hosting it, it was, she was just literally hosting it right outside her hotel bedroom, her hotel room door. It wasn't like a organized thing for the event. It was just this person inviting nice people throughout the event to come and do this. And she just started doing short little tarot readings for people. So in that tarot reading, she was, she had mentioned there was something else. I was ready to expand my business and it had to do with healing. And I was like, yes, I'm looking into getting into Reiki training. And she's like, yeah, she, they're telling you to do your research, to find the right trainer for you, the right person to do this for you. Don't just go to the very first person. Cause I know you're excited to do it. They're like, do some research. And so I did that. I kind of simmered down. I was like, okay, we're going to do this eventually, but find the right person. And then a couple weeks later, I had a dream that I was doing Reiki training. And then the next morning I was listening to your podcast and there was a Reiki woman on there who was talking about, she does courses. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is my sign that I'm supposed to be doing training with this person. So, and that's why they were telling me, hold on, we're going to send the right person to you. So yeah. Um, there's, Again, if you're asking for messages and looking for messages, they're they're always coming in.
0: That is so cool. Congratulations on that, and yeah. wish you the best on that piece of your journey. That will be an, an incredible yeah. addition to this. But it is. It yeah. it just underscores that really it comes to us in bits and pieces along the way, isn't it? Yeah. And you probably and I think see
1: importantly that- too is like asking the questions. Like I asked that question for the tarot reader. I. Went to breath work and that was some of the information. Like when your hands started tingling, I'm like, oh, this must be Reiki energy. Of course, I got other messages through the breath work, but like doing those deep dives and asking the questions, whether it's pulling your own Oracle cards after asking the questions. Um, I've had multiple situations where through online, people I follow on Instagram or on Facebook, there's free stuff that people are offering. Um, I just did a free... Four day, uh, they did, um, one hour videos training and improving your card reading skills. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I want to do this. So each day for the last four days, I was getting these little videos and watching them. So there's so much stuff out there that people are also offering for free. And you just have to be willing to take the messages, take the information it's out there for you. Just get putting, giving yourself the time. It's like, it's your self care. It's your connection to the universe. Um, it's like some people like to spend time praying. I like to spend time connecting to the universe in other ways and connecting to God in other ways. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That is so cool. How do people get a hold of you?
1: Well, I think you have a link on Fun Astrology Podcast to my website. And my website is um, theakashayana.com. So it's the Akasha. A K A S H A and then Yana Y A N A dot com. So the and then my Instagram is the same. It's at the Akashayana. The reason I chose that name is Yana in Buddhism is like a journey or a path, and so I just like you can um, get messages or get answers to your path uh, through astrology, through human design, through tarot cards. Um, This is your Akashic Records path, your Akashic Yana.
0: Caroline, thank you so much. I cannot tell you how touched I have been editing this. I'm very sensitive to vocal tonality and expressions that come strictly through the voice. Caroline and I have never met in person, and yet, The expression that has come through her voice has had me on the edge of tears of joy for the last number of hours as I've been editing this episode. So, Caroline, thank you for making this ninth anniversary and the beginning of our tenth lap around the sun as a podcast so special. I really appreciate it. And if you're interested in a reading, I do hope that you'll contact her. The most direct way is to look in the readings section of the funastrology.com website. Now, it's time to close the records and the podcast.
1: I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I'd like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Amen. The records are now
0: closed. Amen. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for the last nine years. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.